0: Mr.
1: Fence. Yeah, Mr. Fence, we are live. Dan Block, we're here. Blue. Made it to another night. Here yeah. we go. What's going on? Hey, guys. There? Happy Wednesday. I'm Cannon. This is my buddy, Dan. And believe it or not, it's Wednesday again. I can't even believe it's Wednesday again. And we kind of have this obligation called My Fence Life, and here we are. And tonight, we have our different sound team. I'm
0: here. <coughs> Cannon called me like two hours ago, and was like, hey. Can you go live tonight
1: <laughs> yeah and in sure. those two hours i saw you go live twice like practically <laughs> loading trailers uh moving like 17 skits of vinyl out of the way to get to like oh right yeah that's true
2: Throwing to the yeah you know you're helping out then you did an advertisement uh, for your new gray vinyl. we Solid. did that
0: we Solid. literally came up with an idea to promote that um how do we get 24,000 people drive in front of our office every day to understand we have gray vinyl in stock right now. It came in this morning. Like, I have not advertised this because I didn't believe it until I see it. So we have it. How do you get their attention? All these cars driving by. Do you just put like a gray vinyl fence up in the front of the building and say, hey, there's an arrow pointing. that I got gray vinyl fence. Some guys might do that, Cannon. Sean King doesn't do that.
1: <laughs> do a billboard <laughs> with it?
0: i could so
1: you put it on the
2: rotisserie.
0: <laughs> i literally put it on the right next to the road and then put it on the rotisserie a full six by eight panel six foot in the air floating on a post double-sided i have a white frame with gray inserts and a gray vinyl fence that sits there and spins in the wind really facing traffic did you not see that today
1: i saw it i didn't know it spun. Okay. Yeah, it
0: spins freely.
2: <clears throat> yeah, I saw it. It just sits
0: there and spins with the wind, just whip it around. <laughs> like it's it's commanding <laughs> attention. So, tomorrow we're putting vinyl lettering on it. It says gray vinyl fence in stock now. We can install in a week or two.
2: So, gray is a. You got to get one of those guys out there with one of those big arrows and they're spinning it and pointing it. But this guy, I
0: don't have to pay per hour. I just <laughs> grease him up and just keep spinning. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as the wind blows, he just keeps spinning.
1: Man, well, we all need those guys. Just give them some grease, and he's good.
0: He's good. He hey, gray,
1: gray is a very popular color for paint and and fence stain. Oh, so, man,
0: I tell you what, we've had a lot of gray tone homes going in around here, and have had a huge request for it. Have never offered it. We've never had it readily available, and so I had the opportunity to buy a truckload. And when I bought the truckload, when I say a truck load, it was falling off the truck. I, actually, the truck had to turn around at one point. They re secured their load. <laughs> I have pictures of it hanging almost two feet over the side of the truck by the tip off the truck. <laughs> it was spilling off the semi. <laughs> so, some of it got damaged in the transport, but uh, it's here.
2: So, yeah. So, yeah. So, Sean, what do you do, man? You, you buy blank posts and you just router whatever you need for the job?
0: Typically, that's my go to. That's my preferred method in this gray method in this gray fence I had to buy lines ends and corners because they don't have blanks the people I bought it from did not have blanks so typically mm-hmm. I do because that way we can carry one inventory item or less inventory items if I just need a five by five blank white post I can use that for every solid fence and then in corner line like it's, right. it's a no-brainer I don't have the space to have a stock. So
2: you bought a bunch of ends.
0: I bought what he could. I had to buy a bunch of lines, ends, and then I don't think I got any corners because I could take every end and turn it into a corner pretty easily. That's right. So we bought lines and ends, and then the other thing is gates. We don't have all the profiles to build our own gates, so I had to buy prefab gates, which is not normal for us.
2: Normally, I don't, don't know who they're dealing with, do they? <laughs> Why well, do not have a feeling we're going to have a video here shortly about, yeah, we got these prefab gates, When I took them apart, mine them, and now we're on a 45 degree angle with a gate, and it's got a stainless steel insert. Mr. Fetch, check out this new lock. It's, a-
0: <laughs> it's coming. You're right, Dan. That's how it goes, right? Like, let me sleep on it for a minute. Hold, <laughs> hold, hold my beer real quick. Let me redesign this pre built gate real quick. Let's yeah, let rack- me go rack- get this nail
2: gun that shoots ballistic nails real quick. I'll be right back. So, yeah. did
0: you. Oh wait! Did I share with you guys the newest tool that I played with? Yeah, I did. You guys saw the video that I did with the digging tool.
2: Yes. That was, yeah. The Makita.
0: That was on that live video, right? Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. So not too many people saw that video. That's uh, I'm thinking about taking that tool to Richmond, Virginia, and trying it out, like in yeah. the real world. Like, like I dug the holes here in my backyard, Ooh. but I haven't done it on a job site yet. I don't know how well it'll it'll work, but
2: so it appeared that was was that a cool, was that a kick bar on yeah. the side to keep it from kicking? Yeah. So because my guys we don't use the little beavers, we use the uh, the one man still. Yep. And it's got that bar. When I first got them, the guys hated them, but now when it kicks, kills the clutch on it, it stops. Nobody gets hurt. I see. I you see. Know, so
0: well, this thing has got a clutch built into it. As soon as it hits something really hard, it it just shuts off the. Powered to the motor and then restarts back up. So it was very, very, very easy to use. Um, it doesn't have a whole lot of horsepower. I'm used to my eight horsepower, a little beaver. So it didn't have that kind of horsepower. <clears throat> but I think in, in right. easy digging, Florida, <laughs> it would do very well. Uh, some of the soft soil we have here, I think yeah. it'll do well. I don't think it'll do it very good at all with roots and a large job. I dug seven holes with a set of batteries. Maybe I might have got eight or nine holes out of it, but you're not going to get thirty. You're not going to get twenty-four holes on an average job. But I did buy six batteries, so in theory, I should be able to dig an entire job with it. It's not, but that's not why I bought it. I bought it for if I you're going to do a couple sections of fence, screw loading up the auger, yeah, and uh, and whatnot. So it's a Makita drill uh, with an auger attachment, and I'm not a Makita guy. Don't have any Makita equipment, except for, except for. Do you know what? Believe it or not, I have a Makita power rake. We bought that a couple years ago for raking up the dirt. So it's a thirty-six volt rake. Uh, It's actually called a power broom. Uh, I think I got a video out there of us using it, but it power brooms and sweeps all the dirt out, so you don't have to worry about manhandling that. If it's dry, if it's wet, don't work for the crap.
2: Man, did you see? Did you see Mark Olson's video? With that little handheld drill, of the set was that it was it was awesome. Man. Yeah, the parody was so great.
0: Yeah, I've seen that video <laughs> on Facebook. That's awful. But you know that's such a hoax. Um, and I and I didn't know what to think with this one. I bought it. I thought of marking that video, and I thought, oh my god, I'm gonna get taken. Uh, you know, when I buy this tool, but it actually was an eight inch auger bit, thirty inches, thirty inches long, thirty two inches long, and it dug an eight inch by thirty two inch hole in less than. 45 seconds and it, decent, to, it looked like it did sort. pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it's got two gears. So if you got hard, so i put in a low gear and that thing will crank. Uh, you put in high gear, that thing's throwing dirt, like six feet away from the hole. It was flinging dirt. I saw that way up from the hole, like flinging dirt. Uh, it's going to help a dirt clean up tremendously. You imagine just spreading the dirt that way. I don't yeah. know. I <laughs> guys will probably tear it up, but I, I love trying out new tools and new ideas. You know, I love being to the point where we are in, in our company where we can do that with – we can take the funds to go do that, right? Like we've been successful enough. We have uh, gotten our company to a point where we get paid for what we do, so therefore we have money to go buy a ballistic nail gun to try to shoot through steel, go buy a battery-powered auger just to see if it'd work.
1: I saw your battery-powered table saw today too.
0: Ah, see? That's kind of- <laughs> battery powered table saw um, you know just to try that stuff out because you won't know till you try it out I got and I really want to try it I don't want just I, I, I don't like it when people will say oh that'll never work or that doesn't work
2: yeah
0: and they haven't tried it right
1: so so that ballistic nail gun it's for concrete is that what it's for
0: it's for concrete they DeWalt designed it and actually Matt Warner told me he was actually involved with the design team at DeWalt to make that gun years and years ago. Yes.
1: They Matt were using- something else. Yeah, he's always into stuff. He yeah. had something that was yeah, a day um, on Field of Dreams baseball
2: to- stadium.
0: Oh, he did? Yes. I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. Um,
2: that, that ballistic nail gun, they use that to shoot plates down when they're building houses.
0: Yes. And, then, and and Matt was was working on it for it. some major, uh, they were Capco cap cool fence or some like a junkyard type fence. They were putting a ton of it in and they needed a nail gun like that. So if I remember right, that's why Matt got involved. Uh, I don't think he uses it today. Believe it or not, he, he has a different product, different gun he uses. that's a whole lot better, jams up less. Um, but for us, for what we're trying to do, it would work into a seal post. Uh, for those of you guys that are putting up steel posts with rails, it works. Still I don't know this. Links. Yeah. Yeah. We shot those pickets on that Postmaster's piece of cake. And they hold tight. I don't think you can use it very well to shoot rails to Postmaster's because of the holes in Postmaster's that already drilled. Like, if that flange didn't have holes in it, it'd be good. But with the holes, your chances are you're going to shoot a nail through the existing hole. And it's not going to hold. Yeah. Um but I am taking that positive placement nailer mm-hmm. that Canon you actually bought. I'm gonna pay you back for that. That positive placement neighbor has been sitting in the box since the retreat. I'm gonna take it to Richmond because the uh fence that we're building is all gonna be on Postmasters, dry packed. And so we're gonna nail them on with positive placement and then put the pickets on the other side, the sandwich, the nail. I think that'll make it tremendously difficult to get the rails off. It'll be very strong. But we're gonna take it up, play with that and play with the uh ballistic nailer, and drive some posts as well. So for those of you guys who don't know, Richmond, Virginia, if you, if you do not know this, uh, tomorrow I'm going to Richmond, Virginia. We're going to uh, Chesterville Fence. Michael Davis is hosting a free training sharing methods seminar with State and Seal experts, Caleb um, and Ashley are going to be there. They're, they're kind of So I I would say Michael is co-hosting with Caleb, right? More of Caleb, Caleb State University. right? And Michael's co-hosting it and we are guests. We're gonna spend a day in selling uh, about 180 feet of fence. Actually, we might do something a little different. Um, Normally, when I do these trainings, like like we did in Nashville, we build fence together and I talk about how and why Mr. Fence does it our way. Um, But, I think Michael Davis had the idea of me doing that for the first half of the day for 90 feet. And then the second half of the day, his team builds the fence the way that we do in front of everybody, start to finish, no talking, just get down to business. And then I can do commentary throughout. Like, this is why, this is what I mean when I said, this is why we do this, that, and the other, or how these tools get used in production. So they can see how fast it would be with the team. Because you know when I do it, how long does it take me? Forever, because I talk too much.
2: Right. So who's gonna be the team that's doing it for I you? I
0: think we're gonna use his his team, Chesterville Fence.
2: Okay. He builds fence like you do.
0: They're working on it, yeah. Yep, yep. They really have embraced a lot of the methods and procedures that we use. Um, and incorporated with Postmasters. See, we don't use Postmasters every day. We hardly ever do still. He does. So they've they've incorporated my method with the Postmaster. Um, and we have a New prototype X-Men made for the uh, Postmaster to, we're going to use on Friday. Nice.
1: Uh, okay. Sli- cool.
0: Slight modification to it. It'll all be one. Uh, once we get this figured out, it'll be one one X-Men that'll fit Postmaster 4x4, 6x6, all of it. So you don't have two different models. Um, we got an idea that it makes it work for both. <clears throat> we'll try it out on Friday. That's how we get better. Just keep trying new ideas.
1: Yeah. So, yeah so sean are you are you custom making uh the x-man to fit different re- reveals for different people
0: so the new x-man has the ability the same x-men to do a four five six and a seven reveal the same tool so nice. we have we have redesigned it to where it'll accomplish all four reveals and it's right and left-handed yeah uh, as well, and now we're adding the feature of the postmaster will work with it too. So it's going to become pretty badass. <laughs> Not so simple anymore. Yeah. There's a lot going on with the X Men, uh, but that way it's one tool they will fork for you can and work. Right hand or left hand?
1: Is it yeah. going to wrap around the post and have like a tree like on both sides? It does. Yeah, yeah.
0: that's yeah. great. Yeah, that that prototype. I mean, that new version's been out for a few months now and working really, really well. So the newest add-on piece to that is the Postmaster adapter, kind of say, that will be built into it. You actually unscrew it and unscrew it off. It'll come with the x man and it's something you threat. You actually bolt on and off an adapter.
1: So what's been the hottest uh, Mr. Fence product of 2021?
0: Equalizer. We cannot make the equalizers, not even close. I think mean, my mom made like 20-something equalizers a day. And <laughs> it's a drop in the bucket. Mm-hmm. So definitely the Equalizer, the uh, the manufacturer I buy all the tags from, you know, it used to be I'd order a thousand tags and talk to them in six months. I, order, I got 3,000 tags on like Monday and I ordered another thousand on Wednesday. Like I need a ton. And so the Equalizer now has been changed to, we have different color tags. Yay. Yeah. 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 So, Black tags for 8 foot, red tags for 10 foot, blue tags for 6 foot. Yeah, I like uh, that. Uh, and we're even making a uh, combo equalizer. So uh, it'll have 6, 8, and 10 foot tags on the same port. Different color tags. So you don't have to buy three different equalizers. However, it has three times the number of tags, so it's going to be twice the cost as one equalizer takes us three times as long to put it together, but we'll have one cord cost One tool.
1: You're not swapping out the cord.
0: Yeah. 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 So those are just getting made this week. Um, But the equalizers have been a game – I don't know of a single person that has let me know that the tool hasn't outperformed what they expected it to do. The tool just works.
1: It's pretty easy. Um,
0: You know, it it just works. My team has really embraced it and using it on every single job. I love that we're doing – even sections on everything. I've even got guys doing it on aluminum now. I allow them to do it on shorter runs, you know, 30, 40 feet, equalize mm-hmm. those. Uh, longer runs, we're not doing it. But uh, all of our vinyl is equalized, all of our wood, chain length. They're all equal panels now. I love how it looks. I love how it's different than the norm, you know, and it's clean and simple. And I got 19-year-old kids running crews with it, you know. They don't have to read a tape. Yeah.
2: Uh, same here man. I got this name thing. Yeah. You know, I, I caught him the day. We you know we do morning, midday, and in the day videos. Yep. And um got my midday video and I'm looking, I'm like, the 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 bump board, I, I still call it a bump board, but straight away, is eight foot. But the post was here.
0: Oh and it's hanging over. Oh no 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 no, that's a no no.
2: Well, no 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 so they had the um, they had the jig on the post, okay. and they were nailing because the equalizer they worked out to oh. about seven foot six six foot eight sections to okay. equalize this this deal. So it was hanging past. Well, the guy was nailing all the way to the end. And I'm oh like, no. no! No, no, no! You stop at the post.
0: Change direction <laughs> at the post. Yeah. Thankfully,
2: direction. the job they were on was Flat. pretty level. Yeah. Yeah. You can get away. But if with they it would away. if they would have had a break, you know right. how some how you'll break, yep, and you'll have two posts the same and just to make a break look or uh, yep. you know, whichever way you want to go. The fence would only changes directions.
0: The it only changes direction at the post, period.
2: At that, the post. That's
0: it. So you have to follow that. Right. line, straight away, whatever. You gotta follow that at the post. So of course
2: I called him out on it, and he said, Oh, it was it was just it was just on that one set. Uh, I'm like, yeah. no, it wasn't. Yeah. No, it wasn't.
0: It's not a problem until so. it becomes a problem. And then it's a problem. And then they're like, well, right. how come the reveal went from seven to five? I can tell you why. <laughs> if you want to yeah. know.
2: Right. Seen you it. You didn't go post to post for two days. Yep.
0: I can tell you. I can promise no. you. Just because it's hanging over
2: doesn't mean you got to put boards under
0: No, yeah. Move it. Follow the procedures Keep it simple. But no, the equalizer has definitely been one of the biggest tools. But i tell you what, straightaways right behind it. A uh, lot of straightaways moving. A lot of X Men. Those tools, I think, are changing the game for a lot of guys that have uh, younger, new, unexperienced talent
2: mm-hmm.
0: individuals. You know, team members.
2: When are we going to get the uh, the Picket Laser?
0: Ah, SpaceX. It's made. It's going to be. Huh? It's going to be demoed on Friday. SpaceX. How did you know, did you know about that?
2: Uh-huh. Um, because I called you <laughs> out on the job with my guys. And it just so happened our posts were just the right amount of length apart to where the equalizer li- and the shadow are sagged just enough to where everything worked right. Yep. If the post would have been an inch closer, it wouldn't have worked. Wouldn't have worked. And then when we got to the gate, it, everything was messed up. So we actually had to do the math yep. and lay it out. And I'm like, man, I need a laser. He needs to come up with a laser. I got so- three-and-a-half-inch boards and board like two-inch gaps. <laughs>
0: So uh, the SpaceX uh, tool is what we're calling it until I get shut down by Elon Musk. But I'd love <laughs> to get a, I would love to get a letter from him saying you can't use that name. Okay, sir, no problem. Space double X coming up. Uh, you know, <laughs> triple X. Uh, but no, the uh, the SpaceX tool. So the, the shuttleizer works for post-to-post equal spacing of the pickets uh, because shadow box, you got to have a post or a picket cover every post and you got to the space is always made different. Right. So the SpaceX tool is for a consistent space, like for a long line of fence. Let's say you're just put in couple hundred feet, a space picket fence, running a gun in, or board on board. Right? And so the way you guys normally do, do that, the way we used to do it, and the way I've seen other people do this, is they build a spacer block, put a handle on it, and they nail a picket up, they hang the spacer block with a board on it between there, and they put the next one up to it. They nail that, and they just keep washing repeat. And so what's happening is guys are taking a nail gun, and they put it up between their legs. They move the spacer block and grab the picket. That's what I see most often. Or some guys will move the spacer block with one hand, grab the picket one hand, and nail. But most of time, I see the nail gun go down, move, nail gun comes up, which is very dangerous. Cannon knows that. going to get shot. All right? yep. I have a guy shoot himself in the nuts one time. <laughs> so so that's one part. And then how long does it take you to do that? It takes time. And then they come back through with a torpedo level everyone i see do this and i'm sure not everybody does it but the ones i've seen torpedo level on a six foot tall picket wood picket you and i both know you hit the torpedo level and you can slide to the top of the picket and slide to the bottom of the picket and that bubble is going to move back and forth you just choose which part of the picket you want to call level like it's inaccurate stay in an answer <laughs> try me so it's it's very inaccurate but it's also time consuming to go through you level each one, right, and then you nail it. Alright, so SpaceX, the demo that we did was three times faster. No spacer block, no nail gum between the legs, and no level. And a tool fits in the palm of your hand. I'm gonna leave it at that. <laughs> How does that possible?
2: that's awesome man. yeah
0: it's it's
2: gonna be cool well, i need it because so I'm does it post, replace right? the laser? is
0: that what you're saying no no so think about it like this the equalizer we use for post to get equal spacing right Kenneth? yeah sure and then we then we have the marker tool that does what it does not make equal space i mean it makes equal spacing but exactly at eight foot right okay or 10 foot whatever marker cable you buy the spacex tool gives you a three and a half inch gap between the pickets period period three and a half on a five and a half inch picket you're not changing it it's not going to blend it it's three and a half for as long as you want to run that fence okay and we have one that gives you a two inch space you have a two inch space tool and a three and a half so would you set that tool up and run it you just keep running you take the picket and run it like you normally would a privacy fence you're gonna have a gun here and a picket and you just bump it in place and nail it fast you're nailing top and bottom no level and you're not moving any spatial block. You are moving the jig every eight feet, 10 feet, somewhere in that range. But it's flexible. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool.
1: You have these damn tools, man. <laughs> so look, I go I go through these. Can I be honest? I go through these phases. And I'm like, damn, I wish he stopped talking about these tools. You know what I mean? So <laughs> Sean and I, we have a relationship. And I, look, I appreciate Sean's input more than anybody knows. But it's you know, I would say 80% of our conversation is business related. We're not talking yeah. fence, we're not talking about how hey, you know this is how you're not talking about digging holes. Yeah, no, no, that's right. And uh, there's mm-hmm. a lot of days I'm, I'm I'm appreciative of that. Like, hey, look, you know, you, you let me build my fence the way I want to build it, the way, I, it, yep. but then I hear this shit and I'm like, I, did, I can't help but like, damn, damn this a bitch. Up the other something, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, but I will, say, I will say, so, 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 you know. <sighs> the last state steel university Yep. in yep. What, Franklin or Lebanon, Tennessee. That's right. And uh, I bought some of that tools from you. I remember it. And, dude, I brought them back. You even, you he say, Hey, you buy all these tools. I'm going to come down to your place. We're going to build a fence with your guys. Half of the guys don't work there anymore. You know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and look, I, honestly, this is, this is kind of like the dividing line I had. Uh, and I'm a fence guy. I got to build fence today and I felt better today than I have in a long time. I'm like, dude, I'm doing that more often, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: It was yeah. a knee jerk reaction. It wasn't like a, uh, like a, a decision I woke up and made. It was a, it was a forced deal. That's like, all right, I'm going to build this damn fence. And I have, right. but you know, I went to three different job sites, uh, today. All right. Well, I'm losing you here. Anyways, we bought these tools. I showed all the guys how to use them. All right. Yep. You got to do it. You got to do it. Yeah. 30 days. Had you come down, we, we built a fence in my backyard, and hung on the damn yep. gate, whole nine yards, Song King staffed and, and approved. And uh, 30 days later, uh, I'm seeing these tools like stacked in the corners of the oh, building. Oh, no. You know? Yeah. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to stop pushing. You know, yep. it is what it is. That's all right, guys. Look. All right. You don't want to use tools. You know, I guess I don't care. Like, you know, you're already fast, you know. Yep. Like you're, you, we build fence pretty fast. All right. And I get it. I've taught you these ways, you know. And I'm trying to show you, hey, I believe there's a better way, you know. Right. So, anyways, I said, look, we don't have to do any of it. I don't care. Like, I spent a lot of damn money on this stuff. We don't have to use it. If you don't want to, that's fine. I'm not going to fight you every damn day about it. Right. And um, I said, but we're going to dig our holes 30 inches. That's a non-negotiable, you know, And in my head. I'm thinking, Hey, look, we'll conquer that. Yep. You know, we'll, we'll step back into the systems, you know, Well, that's exactly. Yeah. So, so we've got that under wraps, you know what I mean? And it's been a shit show here. I'm not gonna lie to you, but today I went to a job site, Brandon, the guy that's been with me for damn near the beginning, you know, and there's another guy, Brandon, he's been with us for a couple of months. This is Brandon and Brandon. That's it. That's how yep. we are right now. Two guys on a, on a truck, and the new guy shooting the pickets. I said, "Man, he's 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 doing a pretty good job." Brandon. He said, "Yeah," and he's using the straightaway. Yep. I'm like, "Man, I like y'all using that." He said, "Dude, I love it." You know. Good. This this is my guy that hated it. You know, what I mean, just a right. few months ago, you know. He said, "I got to where I, I like." He said, he said exactly what I've been wanting him to understand. He said, "I didn't have to put that damn string up. That would have took me an hour. Yeah, I said, you're right.
2: Well, not only that, right. you don't have to teach you know, the guy anything. Right. Hold it gun here, put it up, bump. So, so
1: I told him, I said, look, if you like it that much, this is what I'll do. I'll get you another one, and I'm going to get you a bigger air compressor to where you can run two hoses off of it. Yep. And then you get both of your guys shooting pickets. You can work on these gates or whatever you need to work on, and then you'll be out of these yards in no time, you know?
0: That's the goal, Cannon. Remember also I was telling you, we always run two or three guns. Right. You know.
2: Well look, my guys, my guys were the same way. I, I don't need that. I can I, I can do a string line quicker. Well, that's fine. You might be able to do a string line You might be able to, yeah. All right. You might be able to do a string line quicker, but let's go ahead and I'm gonna put a guy that's been nailing up pickets for a month with the with the straightaway. Yeah. And I'm gonna yeah. get him against you. And you're going to have to pull your string line, put up your break boards, do all that. By the time you've done that, he's got 16 foot nailed up. yeah Right. He got a head start. Then, every time you get to a break, you know what you're doing? Moving it, doing your string. Okay. Do- we don't have to do none of that, man. And it doesn't matter if you can do it quicker. You know why? I don't want you nailing pictures. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm I, I'm like, If the
1: string is already up. And somebody comes along with it straight away. I I'm I would say the string guys gonna win. I would think. I
2: don't know. Maybe because they don't have to move. Well, it the depends on how long. It depends on how long they've been using it. But my thing was this. Well, it depends on
1: how, how many, how many, how many. You know, that's that's right.
2: Yeah. I got you on the job because you 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 are the you're the mechanic. You're the crew leader. You don't need to be nailing tickets. Right. You need to make sure everybody's doing their thing and building a gate. That's right. Yep. Now, my guys still pull string lines when they do their gates because they're, what, 10-foot, 15-foot? Yeah. You got this big straightaway you're dealing with. Yeah. And a lot of our gates are houses. They slope. So what we do is, is we go level across. So to do that, it's a little difficult with the straightaway. Hmm. But other than that, I'm like, I don't care. Teach these new guys. Right, yeah. You know so now I got two new guys. One guy has been with me six months, he's been nailing up pickets since he was with me, I don't know, four or five weeks. And then I got another guy that's been with me a few months, and they're both nailing up while my crew leader is building a gate. Yep,
1: easy. Hey, let me show y'all something. Can so I tell man. y'all? I'm, can you see this?
0: Is that a hot dog? That's a nail Ooh. and a finger. I see it.
1: That's a three-inch ring chain nail. How
0: did that happen, Cannon? Was he, was he using the X-Man? No. Remember when I told you the X-Man will stop that if you guys would just <laughs> trust me? <laughs> I did. I tell, every time we had a guy shoot another guy with a nail gun, and that's when the X-Man got developed. Like
1: that's the first I'm time sorry. in five years, and that's honestly what I told him. I said, "I don't know how the hell you did that." You know, I really don't like, like even yeah. X-Man or no X-Man, like. Are you not afraid of this thing shooting you? Like, why is your hand even near it? You know what I mean? Like, right.
0: It, it could still happen with the X-Men. I get it. But I'm trying to make it yeah. simpler where it's less likely to happen because yeah. the damn thing's holding it up for you. God's sakes. Just operate the nail gun. Yeah,
2: because that's the thing, man. If, they, if they're if they grabbing the post and they're holding the two-by here, yeah. and that gun, they go to hit and the hose grabs and that gun drops. I've seen that gun drop. It catch, it catch the very top. Like, if this is a two-by-four, yeah. catch the very top of the safety and shoot that nail underneath right to the hand.
1: Boom. Well, Boom. I I asked him, I said, man, did you have to pull your finger away from the wood? He said, no, it didn't hit the wood. I'm like, how in the hell did you do this? Like, I, I'm expecting your finger nailed to the foot. <laughs> two-by-four. Nah, I mean, he just shot his, shot his finger, you know.
0: God, he said the gun
1: double-fired, but. You, yeah, you know, I, I keep oh, I rapid fire, you know, and maybe that's not OK for everybody. Uh, it doesn't double fire. You know, it's all operated, you know,
2: but well, they do. They do double fire. Because I've had guys nail. And they don't slap it. And they kind of push and it what because the recoil and they're pushing. Yeah, it'll, 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 but the gun but itself. Not, yeah, that's not the gun Yeah, you know what I'm
0: that's a, that's the operator problem. Yeah,
2: yeah. If you're
1: gonna run it on rapid fire, you got to be pop up, pop up. You know. And I run mine on rapid fire. I don't. I guess everybody does, but yeah. I call it rapid okay. fire. I don't know what the name of it is. I like that name. Hey, we've got some comments. uh Can we can we scroll up and catch some of them?
0: I can't see any of them. So good luck.
1: All right. Well, we'll tell you about them. How about that? All right. So, back in the beginning of the show, Colin was like, Hey, we can hear everything. So, to, to verify when the timer's on, <laughs> it.
0: Colin yeah. was supposed to be sleeping because he's driving that trailer to Richmond at night. Maybe his uh, eyes were closed. Well, he didn't see sense. it. He
1: heard it. So, maybe. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, he dreamt. It. Oh, I see. oh, Kristen says, I I've got a guy tomorrow that wants gray vinyl fence. So, Here
0: we go. That in the back of the transit. Come on with it. Yeah. <laughs> we got the transit ready.
1: Yeah. Up, Chris, Chris Hearn says, What's up? What's up, Chris? I like him.
0: Who's, who's great? He Miller? says,
1: Barf. I don't know. He's about the gray vinyl fence or what he's talking about. Uh,
0: My bear. Maybe he do not like bush light.
1: Maybe so. Uh,
2: Maybe wears long yeah, socks. I uh, don't
1: know. Yeah. So, Chris Hearn, he says, I run all Makita and I've got multiple 36 volt tools and I'm very interested and the auger device
0: the, the new yeah. auger
1: <laughs> so what is, is it a right angle drill is that what you said it was
0: yeah it's like a super heavy duty massive right angle drill with a chuck adapter an auger attachment a kickback handle it's,
2: uh, it's, it's kind of almost like uh, the plumbers use they call them a whole hog
0: hey yeah, i got so it right here a, uh, i'll just show it to you
2: it's a drill it's a drill when i ran when i ran the plumbing company we had a drill similar to that, and we could put a four-inch bit on the end of it with these teeth, and it would just eat right through the plates. To put so I think it's really
0: going to be helpful, guys. Um, when you core drill a hole, like a four-inch or a six-inch hole, and you'll put an auger and drill that hole out, this would be perfect for,
2: for that. We're losing you. Yeah. It's getting away from me. Dan, what, what
1: were you talking about doing on the plumbing stuff?
2: On the plumbing, we used to buy the, uh, the Milwaukee. We called can't. it a whole hog. I don't know exactly the proper name for it, but it was a drill similar to what he was using. And we would put a, a four-inch bit that had these real aggressive teeth, maybe maybe eight teeth all the way around a four-inch round bit. And uh, dude, we would drill through plates, double plates, take nails and everything out. And it was very similar to that tool. Very similar. You there, Ken? Yeah. looking at my phone here. Um, yeah. So it was very similar, man. It worked really well. We've got
1: Michael Davis. Mike says, good stuff here. Excited to have the family in Richmond. Sean King. So Michael, he's the owner of uh, Chesterfield Fence. Definitely. Yeah. And he's hosting the St. and Sill University. I guess it's kickstop
2: tomorrow. I don't know what day it starts, man. I'm not really up to date on it. I wasn't going to it, so I wasn't sure what the uh, what the dates were. You know. I hope you
1: get Oh, we got Sean back. Can you hear us?
0: Oh, I can't hear you guys. You cannot? Am I back? Yeah yes yes i can't hear you though that's weird
2: we can hear you yeah we can hear you
0: Mm, man hang on
2: (laughs) but yeah man those those hogs are bad uh, hey mike if you still watching man do you still have a stockpile of 10-foot postmasters
1: right (laughs) i I bet (laughs) he doesn't mike was like ahead of the curve on that not that i
0: can hear you though
2: yeah yeah he was uh, um, yeah, I guess he's trying to show us the audio. Yeah. But uh yeah, if Mike is watching, man, we uh be nice if we could get some of those ten foot postmasters. I see Rachel's on here. Rachel's saying Friday and Saturday is the uh the event over at Michael's place at Chesterfield fencing yeah. in Richmond, Virginia. Um
1: He needs to change it to saying, uh need to change it to just no earbuds yeah
2: you hear that like static probably his pool might be around his pool equipment or something Trying to uh, tell him to take them out. Yeah. Ah, um,
0: uh, man. All right. I hear you. And it says try with no earbuds. I guess you guys can hear me, but I can't hear
2: yeah, you. Yeah, we can hear you. Can you hear us?
1: got to be his gear settings.
0: Oh,
2: let's try to flip
0: the camera around.
2: Yeah. Anyway. uh so strange. I lost audio. Yeah, man. I saw, uh, I saw Mike with uh, Chesterfield do a little live video one day. That dude's got some stain stacked up. Uh, he might have as much stain as I see Joe Evers has, you know. Old boy has some stain. So if you guys
0: can hear me, I'm on my phone, not a laptop very limited ability here to use any type of setting i'm just gonna close out of it and come back give get a shot
1: all right hey if something here doesn't work i just shut it down and come back to it what about <laughs> that man you
2: like that yeah i like that man i feel like hey. oh man so you had a rough day today i had a rough day today Look, man, I got two guys.
1: I don't know what's going on, dude. Last week we had about 13 guys.
2: This week we got six. (laughs) Man, I got a guy out with poison ivy. Left the job early because of poison ivy. I got uh, another guy wrecked his car so he can't get to work. I got another guy got kicked out of his house. It's like you know him and his girlfriend got kicked out i'm just jesus i just i, I get up in the morning and i just wait for the next phone call text you know you guys hear me now yes sir yeah i'm back
0: obviously i can't All go to my right. garage and have wi-fi at the same time no,
2: you're getting close to that same spot you need to get your, you to get oh, your ubiquity man
0: what's the i have freaking yeah some extenders out here, but
2: anyways, that's the tool. You to <sighs> see it? Uh, Dan, that tool is bad business. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that looks nothing like that whole hog, but it's very it's same concept. Yeah, that thing Man, is there. pretty lightweight. Too. Yeah. It's How much not- does that thing weigh, John?
0: Five pounds, ten pounds.
2: Man. Huh. Yeah, I mean, it would be good for, it'd be good for a small project. Throw it in the truck. You know. I'll show you the holes.
0: I mean, I have dug holes in my own backyard, like in the garden. <laughs> I'll walk over here and show you the holes. For those of you guys who didn't see the last video, I don't think. Too many people saw that. Live video.
1: Sean, you need to go back to your porch, man. You're too far away. I guess he's using his Wi-Fi in his house
2: and walking further away from it. Yeah. Yeah, he needs to be on a tablet. Hardwired in, possibly. Possibly. You
1: know so so uh i'm gonna throw this out there because we got some fence folks watching would anybody be interested in coming to west tennessee and just like working for a couple of weeks (laughs) getting us out of like this little hole
2: that we're in you know man 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 wouldn't that be awesome i think everybody Everybody's having issues with uh with labor force right now, you know. So so I'm doing this
1: thing next week. I've I've already set it up this morning. Uh, There's a company here called Labor Finders. They use temporary uh uh, you know workplace whatever. I don't know what you call it. I've got
2: Josh Glover said.
1: Yeah, come on, Josh. Josh Glover said he's gonna come help. Uh, So, Sean, my question while you were gone was like. We got some fence folks here watching. Like, can we get like five or six of y'all just to come to West Tennessee and hang out for like two weeks? Uh you know, help <laughs> us put up some Because 'Cause tent. we're actually getting ready to do
0: that. We're going to uh I'm um, sending a crew to Nebraska for a week.
1: Not Nebraska, Tennessee, Tennessee. Tennessee.
0: <laughs> well, we'll see how this
2: works. Yeah.
0: If it works out well, um, then we might send the crew somewhere else too, right? We're blessed, we have lots of manpower right now, we're doing well. Uh, and we can't get white vinyl fence messing enough, so we're gonna go install fence for another fence company, help them get out of our crunch, A crunch, and uh, see if it's a win-win for everybody. We're gonna go to Nebraska for a week, starting uh, Monday. Yeah. Who are you going to work with? Uh, it's a superior Fence and Rail Company out there, a newer company in Lincoln.
2: Okay.
0: Or, I'm sorry, Omaha, not Lincoln. Madison Lincoln in Omaha. Um, so they're just backed up, and they've only got three team members. That's it. We did some training with them, and uh, went well, but they have not gained any other team members. They have lots of final fence and aluminum fence and wood fence on the ground. Lots of work sold. They just can't get in the ground fast enough. So we're going to go do some training, and then uh, I'll work with my crew for a week there. And Matt sent over some guys, too, to help. And so, so together, we'll all train together and then knock out a bunch of fence. I think the goal is to knock out seven weeks worth of their work in one week. Close to it. Six or seven weeks worth of work in one week for them. Get them caught up. That'd
2: be awesome.
0: But I've never tried. I don't know how much it's going to work. We're going to get a shot. If it works well, Cannon, can. And my, my might send a crew down your way for a week. I don't know. We're driving a great big truck uh, over to Nebraska. And then Colin's driving uh, his truck and the trailer to Nebraska as well. And then I'm flying. I actually land from Richmond, Virginia. I land in Evansville Sunday at 1130 a.m. And I leave Evansville an hour and ten minutes later to Nebraska. Heather's going to meet me in the (laughs) suitcase. I'm literally going to just grab the next suitcase, jump on the plane, go right back to Chicago and then Nebraska. Uh, that's, that's a quick turnaround
2: yeah it is man it is that's awesome you now when you go up there and get those guys help and train with them or train mm-hmm. them and stuff yeah but i mean it's easy to knock out seven weeks worth of work if you guys you go from one crew to three yeah yeah you know that's right You you go from doing three to four jobs a week i don't know say you do four jobs a week to now doing 12
0: yeah yeah huge yeah
2: and, that, and that's, that's you know, that's working four days a week. You work five days a week. You knock out 15 jobs. That's three, four work, weeks worth of work. Hey, you I cut it for it out for it. a
1: minute, but did I hear you say you are going to circle back and come bail us out over here? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dan, Mitchell Gregory.
2: I saw what Mitchell said. Mitchell said, I'm down to work in West Tennessee for a while.
1: Well, come on. Why the hell are we competing? Like, just come join the team, you know?
0: Yeah, Uh, And answer your question, yeah, I mean, it's possible. We'll see how this goes in Nebraska, right? Make sure it's a win-win for everybody. I can't just have crews building fence for the hell of it, right? So it's got to be a win-win.
2: It's always a win-win. You got logistics. You got housing. You got all that.
0: We ran a house. We're going to have – I'm going with – Tristan, Dustin, Owen, Colin, and myself. So two of my boys and two 19-year-olds. Uh, so what's cool about it is I, if it works out well, like I, like I think it will, I'm literally taking a 19, 19, a 19-year-old, 19 three 19-year-olds to go knock out this much work to kind of prove that you don't need to be a fence ninja, a fence artist, fence craftsman, superhero right. to, to knock it out. You don't. Like I got... These are kids that have just started this year as a former.
2: Yeah, Tristan's Tristan's pretty good, man.
0: But he doesn't know – he's not a fence ninja, right? So he can't go build a fancy cap and trim probably or something like that. He does our bread and butter, right? He knocks out – does a fantastic job knocking out aluminum and vinyl fence, primarily is what he does day in, day out. Our way, right, with our methods.
1: I need some
2: 19-year-olds. (laughs) They're
0: easier than a fence ninja.
2: They are easy to find, man. They really are. They just come with a lot of baggage.
0: Easier and less baggage.
2: They do come with some baggage, though. They come with the girlfriend baggage. I got kicked out of my mama's house baggage. Me and my girlfriend's pregnant baggage. You know, uh, I don't have a ride to work baggage because they're 19. They think they got this great car and they go out and go racing on a Saturday night and then come Monday and they need a ride to work because they wrecked their car, blew the motor, <laughs> kid stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: We have some of that. So it's
2: hard to find the ones that are mature enough to do what you need we, to do.
0: Because they're younger, they're going to make some inexperienced decisions that you got to deal with. Yeah. That's right. just happen.
2: Right. Happened. I'm, you know? I'm dealing I'm with life. it right now. Yeah. You know? I'm dealing with it now, He's, but I'm teaching him. And when it's done, he's going to be just like his brother, Zach. Y'all met Zach. Yep. And uh, he's going to be just like Terry and he's going to be a seasoned guy. And he's not going to be as much of an artist that I built Zach and Terry into, but you know what? He's going to get the job done. He's going to get it done. Good. Yeah. You know, you can do your bread I've and learned, right. that's, one thing, that's one thing I learned from Sean. It, look, it's great. You, you, you eye your post that I can eye my post that. Get that string out of me I don't need that shit. Yeah, I can do that. I can do this. I can do that. And Sean's like, yeah. that's great. You're an artist at what you do. That's wonderful. But guess what? If you want to make some money, you got to put some fence in the ground. Right. And there's a lot of guys out there making money putting fence in the ground that aren't an artist at what they do. They're not right. honed in this craft like you are. There's nothing right. wrong with that. But they're going to make more money. You know,
0: I don't Sean King's building fence and Sean King doesn't build fence anymore. You know, I'm pretty proud. We get these guys on here, say, hey, I knocked this out today. This much fence. That's cool. I had 19 year old that did about the same thing. You know, or even if they do 80 percent of it, that's pretty good. Don't make
2: it. That's what Chris said. Chris Gass came down and he wanted to learn how I built my gates and did my capping. And I sent him on a job. He's like, dude, you got me out here with a 19 year old kid. Yeah. He's running the crew i need some of these guys and i'm like yeah Look, watch it he knows what he's doing you know he's blown guy. Away by it. That guy. <laughs> i just had a text message he
1: Chris said uh, he said between 23 of you you almost have a full head of hair <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, oh my god <laughs> Jesus. Hey, so
1: so so the other week, was it two weeks ago? Zach Payton was here. Look, we love Zach Payton, you know. Zach Payton was anti-truck rap. Yeah. Like hardcore. Like, yeah. yeah.
2: I don't really remember a whole lot of that in conversation. <laughs> yeah, that
1: was about the three-hour martin, and I think you were yeah. around in your chair at that point. And
2: Pepper was like, how many. How much whiskey are you gonna drink? I was like, that. <laughs> no,
1: but I think I think uh I think Zach's point was like look I'm not against somebody owning a truck wrap. I just you know, there's other things, you know, for a young business that they just spend their money on. I don't know. Right. To me it seems pretty
2: uh I don't know. I don't know. I'd wrap my first born if I could. I even try. And Sean Best I, mean, I did, is, the best thing, I did I, is I got even some yeah. fence King t shirts, you know.
0: We have literally ran out of blue chrome in the United States. I have more vehicles waiting to be wrapped, brand new vehicles waiting to be wrapped. There is no more blue chrome in the United States currently, but I'm being told they can find. I'll wrap everything. We have another trailer waiting to be wrapped and more vehicles brand new waiting to be wrapped.
1: Somebody tell me you'll take a wrap off just to rewrap it. I did. I have. <laughs> The trailer that
0: go- is going to uh, Richmond, that trailer has been full wrapped three times. 24-foot enclosed trailer over its lifespan has had three complete full wraps. That's more money than the trailer itself costs.
2: Yeah. But how much money is that trailer made? You?
0: I can't. I don't know. I don't know. But I know that we do very, very well. I know that when Zach Payton came to Evansville, Indiana to visit Sean King and he went to the hotel. And they said, why are you here? He's like, I'm here to meet the company. said, oh, you're here to see events. I know that, that trailer played a part in that and every wrap truck. And Zach knows it too.
2: <laughs> oh, man. My, I hear people. All, man, we see your trucks everywhere. And y'all heard me say this before. You've seen them everywhere. My guys. All my materials in my yard. They go to the job site and they go back to the. That, that's it. Yeah. How are you seeing yeah. them everywhere? Yeah. You know? I even had numbers, people say, you're yeah, well, the only first company in town, right? What's he say? I'm like, well, well, we like to think so, but it's only because I'm the only one in town that's got wrapped trucks.
1: What's this so. about a giant gate operator hanging off the side of it? <laughs> 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 is,
0: John, is that what you said? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that same trailer. Josh Glover put a 16 foot double drive gate on the side of the outside of the trailer. We welded uprights on the outside of the trailer to the frame and put gate operators on it. So driving down the road, you have this double gate with gate operators and and a um let me get this right, a cap XL mounting pad on the back of the gate operator. So we pulled up to the show and you mounted this cap XL, you can open and close the gate. On the side of the trailer. Literally. Did he have a, off- did he have an
2: exit one? <laughs> 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 Stretched out an exit one. Walk past this.
0: <laughs> it was cool because we didn't walk past. And we had a huge three uh, D graphic on the side of the trailer that had aluminum fence on it as well. It was pretty sharp. Those the pieces that we used to do that are still welded to the trailer today. The gate's no longer there.
2: That's so extra. <laughs> it's Pretty awesome. The yeah, idea it is it's pretty cool.
1: So, the monster truck. The- hey, so give us some business advice, Sean. Uh, let me think. Work. What do you want to talk about?
2: <laughs> wait, wait,
1: People think all you talk about is fence and like how to save an hour off of building a fence. You know,
0: that's pennies.
1: Yeah,
0: pennies. babies grow to be dollars, right? But if you don't count those dollars properly on the business end, Candy, you know this. We spend more talk, more time talking about margins and overhead percentages than anything. And that's, and that's where the road meets the road. You can be a fence artist all you want. There's a lot of guys out there that are fence artists. They're badass at building fence. And they're not making the money they want to make. And they're spending too much time building fences. fence. So – building fence, selling widgets, selling cars. I don't care what business you're in. I believe they're all the same. We're moving other people's money to make money. We're giving a product or a service more efficiently than they can do themselves. Therefore, they pay us for it. We get left over what we save in building and offering that service. And so the business end of it is very important to calculate everything. And what I find most often is guys don't charge enough money. They do not charge enough money. Period. That's Raise your prices, charge more money. Everything else will fall in place. I think the biggest fear is if I charge more money, then I won't sell more fence. And it's Mm. not true. It's just not true. I've seen guys double their margins and increase business. I've seen guys double their margins absolutely and increase their business.
2: Well, we we raised our margins this year. I mean, I just sat down with my CPA and we have raised our margins we have one less crew we're doing less work yep. and we're doing more money and that's the name of the game growth
0: is important overhead is a key factor in that growth and controlling that overhead but planned expenses
2: man spend money to tough. make
0: money has there's some merit there's some merit to that um, and so we go through, we're going through a growth spurt ourselves right now. We're spending quite a bit of money, um, to get ready for growth, but, or to, to handle the growth we already experienced. So we're at a 49.2% growth rate from last year. And last year was a record year, right? So massive growth, but we're able to keep our overhead number. percentage actually actually is 2%, which
1: is good. What percent did you say? You cut out
0: our gross revenue has increased 49.2%. Wow. And that was over a record year, 29% over the, any previous year, right? So mm-hmm. 492 is over top of a 30% increase, right? So in all in all, we're at almost two times where we were three years ago, right? So that's huge. But the key thing is can you grow that and, and keep your overhead under control? Overhead's key piece to it. You have to spend money to make money. The overhead is expense you can't ignore. Um, and but we've done a very good job of lowering overhead because revenue increased because we spent less overhead per dollar on the new generated income. Does that make sense? So mm-hmm. if if we were spending, let's say, thirty percent overhead, we did X cost. If you raise your X, you did if you did uh, two times the amount of work. The overhead stays at thirty percent, you did good. If the overhead drops, you did even better. That's what we're looking for. Right. Be more efficient with your overhead. That's what we want. God forbid your overhead raise higher percentage. That, that would be bad. So our overhead has dropped a few percent and we've increased revenue, which shows us that we've been more efficient. We've used the same resources per dollar at a less slightly lower percentage. Does that make sense?
2: Well, have you have you added any crews? We have not. You have not. So
0: that's that's interesting. I didn't think right. we, st- we run uh, five crews. And at a forty nine point oh, three percent increase, we did not add another crew from over last year.
2: Did you add any guys to any of the crews? Like you went from a four-man crew to a five-man crew or whatever the case might be?
0: We did run... A lot of this year at a four-man team, um, normally we're a three-man team company, but during the heat of the season, when we're, one, super busy and cranking out the work, and, two, it's super hot, we normally add an extra guy to the team to help lighten the load. We still want that job done in one day. It'd be 100 degrees outside, 105. We still need that job done, 95 degrees with humidity. So we spent a lot of this summer with uh, four-man teams, and we're dropping. We've dropped that back to three-man teams now. It's not quite as hot. We're starting to wind down a little bit. But we didn't add any actual teams. No new trucks this year.
2: Yeah, because no. just adding a crew, man, will, will do a, a tremendous thing to your overhead and lessen it.
0: So yeah, could have an impact overhead. I think what I find more often is when you add manpower in the office, right? You buy. You get a project coordinator, you get a salesman, you get another person answering phones. Maybe you hire the first HR person. Those are all steps you have to take to grow the business. That's gotta happen. But every time it happens, there has to be a reaction of revenue to go with it, right? So what's that revenue? I've heard guys say, hey, per team member in the office, you should have 150,000 or 200,000 revenue. Heard that. And that might merit to it. It might be a good calculation. Uh, without splitting hairs, the bottom line is you've got to increase revenue if you add team members in the office. And I, I think about like this, Ken, you've seen me do this before. Like, if this is an overhead nugget and this is revenue, as revenue increases, we get more of a strain on overhead. At some point, you have to increase overhead. Well, overhead goes in steps. Overhead doesn't necessarily increase incrementally at with your revenue. In other words, right. if you do... 5% more revenue, your overhead didn't increase 5%. What happens is you bring on the project coordinator and now you have a $40,000 salary. I don't know. You added that overhead. If your overhead was 400 grand before, that's 10% increase in revenue. Mm-hmm. Jump. So what happens is revenue gets up here. You maximize your resources. And pretty soon, you have to get more resources. When you add resources, it goes like this where revenue is at the bottom end, the most highest percentage of overhead, Okay, and you increase revenue. You increase revenue. Mm-hmm. It would tell you, you're now stressed. The system is maximized. We gotta do something else. We need our salesman, more trucks, whatever it is, bigger building, and then you go next chunk. New software,
2: whatever.
0: And you gotta keep climbing. But there's a sweet spot, guys. What I figured out is, right about right in here, before you maximize the overhead, about 90%, that's where you're making your best money. You're gonna make your best money right there. Not when the revenue's behind on overhead, they brought on a big overhead expense, you gotta increase revenue. And not when you've maximized everything. Like, Canon, you can relate to when you're completely maxed out in stress, things don't go smooth. Shit happens. And when that happens, it costs you money because you're inefficient. miss mm-hmm. you missed the detail. You didn't get this done. You didn't get your capture ratios up on your leads. You're not getting jobs done on time because you didn't order good. All that stuff starts slipping. And so when you run the machine as hard as, like, running your vehicle, would you get in your vehicle and run it full throttle? Every day, if you did, it'd probably break down sooner than if you get cruise control at 70 miles an hour. Your business is the same way. Right. you run completely all balls out, shit's going to break. Stuff's not going to happen. You're going to have failures. You're going to lose money. So we want to find that sweet spot. But understand, when you want to grow, there's going to be that point where your revenue's low and you got to get the revenue back up. That's part of growth. Right. Well, you're Not gonna make money. Does that make sense. They don't.
1: They don't just go up together. No, they no. don't go
0: in. That doesn't happen. It's
2: chunks. No, it's a seesaw.
0: Overhead goes in chunks. Like you're not gonna generally overhead. You're gonna buy events of some sort. You're gonna add that to overhead. Like that's mm-hmm. committed. You need to now recoup. If your overhead's thirty percent, like let's just say your overhead's thirty percent. And you add an expense for a hundred thousand dollars, you need to increase your revenue by three hundred thousand dollars for you to be even where you were before. So that, that hundred thousand is now thirty percent of the increased revenue. So whatever your percentage is, if it's forty percent and you add forty thousand dollars, you gotta increase your revenue by four hundred thousand. Forty wait, no, that's not right. That's ten percent, right? Forty percent of forty thousand is ten percent. You got to increase your revenue so the forty percent is uh, equal. Becomes what's the equivalent to that? You got too many beers. It's not four hundred thousand. Help me out, Cannon. What's the math on that? All
1: right. What's the what's the numbers, again? If you increase your overhead by forty grand,
0: yeah. Right. How much additional gross revenue do you have to do?
1: Yeah. uh... So take.
0: 40. Oh, okay. take a hundred grand. What I said was 40 grand, didn't I? And your overhead was 40%. So take yeah. 40 grand divided by uh 0.
1: 0.4.
0: What is that? That's
1: another hundred thousand. There you go. Duh.
0: So simple. Duh. Everybody's watching. It's like, Sean, it's 40% is a thousand. Duh. But you see what you have to do. If you're ready, you're going to hire a project coordinator for 40 grand, you have to increase your revenue by a hundred grand. Sell 100,000 more fence to recoup the 40 percent right overhead expense increase. Does that make sense? So everything you add a transit transit cost you. uh, If you don't use it as an asset purchase, you as an expense. So you lease it, and the lease expense is going to be ten grand a year, and your overheads forty percent. Divide that ten grand by forty percent. That's the increased revenue you have to do to hold. Your overhead percentage equal. Does that make sense? No, it doesn't. Yeah. I lose you. Tell me.
1: Yeah, There's probably, this
0: probably guys. What it the might- hell is he talking about? Right. Take ten thousand dollars divided by point four. How much is that?
1: Twenty five thousand. You
0: took ten thousand divided by point four.
1: <laughs> yeah. is it yeah, is yes, twenty-five
0: thousand. Oh, okay. I thought you said five the first time, bro. I was like, there's no way it's five. I just heard you. Yeah, no. twenty-five thousand. So to have a ten thousand dollar increase in expense and overhead, you need twenty five thousand dollars more revenue. Yeah. If your overhead's at forty percent. I don't know what your overhead is. Everybody's overhead's different.
1: us so say your overhead's twenty three percent. So and, and you buy a ten thousand dollar transit man.
0: Divide I by point people in the twenties, right? Okay, divide by point two three.
1: And do an additional forty-four thousand dollars offense. No. Why?
2: Wow. Oh, Look, man. I've been, I've been going since five a.m. I'm like something wrong. At it away. It
0: went up. Yeah, it's take the reciprocal. Sorry, you said God,
2: wait, wait, you're us some shit information in. here. Let's let's. Just get in. He said you need to increase it by. One hundred and ten to one hundred twenty thousand to make it worthwhile. Otherwise, there was no point in adding that position. Who who said that? Josh Glover. This son of a so, bitch. What's
0: he saying? What, I use my own calculator here. I can't trust candidate.
2: Divide by the reciprocal.
0: Ten thousand.
2: I got a funny feeling Josh is right. I'm not oh, using my calculator. 4, That's what I
0: said.
1: Oh, but Josh, what are you saying, bro? He just got his brain. No, man. Josh COVID.
0: There's no way, Josh. You don't raise about hundred ten thousand, bro. For a ten thousand dollar expense, I think he's. I think his comment might no, have been. No, the forty thousand. Okay. He's on the forty thousand. Right. We have so many numbers going right now, I guarantee you, everybody's lost. Probably nobody's followed. We just lost everybody. Like, what are you talking about? Probably just confused everybody
2: watching.
1: Somebody said, somebody said stick the fence.
2: (laughs) 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 Somebody said stick the fence, not math.
1: Look in Sean's defense, he doesn't do math. He 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 builds Excel sheets and fence, right? I mean, awesome. that's really true. You now, if, if 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 it were as simple as like a nuclear cell and there were two atoms and you broke up Sean's nuclear cell, you'd see fence on the left you'd see it sell on the right. I mean, that's it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and both are very
2: elaborate. You know,
0: oh Jesus, awesome.
2: Look, guys, it's eight fifteen. I've had it for the day. I'm whooped. I started
0: for tomorrow, and I got to pack for the next two weeks. Yeah. Any other comments we need to cover if we get off?
1: Somebody says, I'm with it. What's that mean?
2: Uh, mean He's with with it. He's following. He's following the math. Oh, that's
1: Jordan. That's your boy, Jr. Local. Oh. All
2: right, man. John, hey right. great thanks guys uh
1: sean be safe headed to virginia dan i will see you next week
0: yeah i'll see you guys later
1: all right guys all right, thanks for watching have morning. a great night all right bye see ya. we off don't say that. don't say nothing too crazy i think it's
2: still on Oh, yeah, we still want.